definitely human. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Great Merchant Republic of Fortuna is renowned for its annual carnival, a riot of colour and culture. While other dutiful citizens are enjoying the festivities, making new friends and meeting new creatures, some are preparing for more intimate celebrations and a chance to rub shoulders with the bureaucratic powers. One such power is the reclusive Lord Jasper, magistrate of the Marina District. Tonight, he has extended invitations to those citizens that have piqued his interest. A bold and inquisitive human an aristocrat, a dutiful and shrewd civil servant, a savage and hideous orc mercenary, a chivalrous and somber knight of old. As the first guest arrives at his door, they can have no idea what this carnival evening has in store for them. Politics! Duck! Pax Fortuna! Summoned before the magistrate, part one. Well, they say you've got to be, you know, half hour early. So I probably, you know, another half hour in front of that's probably an hour early. I'm just like looming outside, sort of like <laughs> waiting to be first in. I assume there's going to be like a queue forming or something at the door. So I'll be ready for that and just wait for something to start. Okay. Well, the house itself is two stories, but fairly imposing from the outside. There's room for a garden out the front, but you can see the soil has been paved over with limestone. Um, the windows, even though there are no curtains drawn across them, they look almost completely black. You think they're probably tinted so that no light goes in. There is a heavy brass knocker on the front door. And I shall uh, knock it accordingly. Okay, it resounds through the street and nothing happens. Oh. Do I definitely have the right address? Am I, am I sure this is the place? Yes, well, the carriage driver would have dropped you right here. Hmm. I'm quite early. Maybe I'll maybe I'll wait outside for five. You're minutes. You're an hour then. early. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll wait a bit and then you know I'll probably wait another ten minutes. You know, okay. do, do a lap of the <laughs> block and then come back and maybe try again later. Still got PM17 is uh, standing nearby. Uh, is he any worse for wear now? He's definitely near the turning point. Uh, but I've got him dressed up very smartly for the. What's uh, the turning point? <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> 
um, you know, he's his sinews are getting a bit grim. You know, he's he's still he's still okay. He's still held together, but um, not for too much longer. He's probably got you know a few more days left in him. He's dressed up very smart. You know, he doesn't smell or anything. I've made sure that, that <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to uh, you know surprise Lord Jasper with a smelly corpse or something. But I also want to represent the best of my work since Lord Jasper has been using our department in the past. So I still want yes. to show that we still maintain a level of quality. And if anything, the age of this uh, carcass and the fact he's still uh, functioning is a proof of how good I am at my job. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I've got a PM17 dressed very smartly in like a nice suit. Very difficult to find one that fits him being like a big hulking mass. But uh, nonetheless, he's okay. Okay. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. I'm sort of running towards you and I'm just... This... <laughs> Giant green bold orc <laughs> with like just everything I own on me, pots and pans, just hanging <laughs> on me, and a huge like uh, backpack just full of stuff. It looks like my actual tent is like attached to it. I'm like heavily stained as well. There's like <laughs> flecks of mud on me. <laughs> And yeah, I'm just like trundling towards you. Having never seen an orc before in the flesh, I instantly cower behind PM17 <laughs> and say, PM, defend me. Defend me from this brute. It's an important day. I'm like, hello. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Uh, are you here for the uh, for the thing as well? And I sort of wave my invitation. It's like, I'm going to a fancy dinner again. Sort of peer out from behind PM17, like behind his shoulder. You I haven't even noticed you. I'm like looking at PM17. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Selwyn Bloodstorm. What's your name? Uh, Hello. Um, oh, he's down there. <laughs> Hello. I. My name is Alfonso Boyer. <laughs> For a second, I was so shocked by the sight of this orc. Alfonso, I forgot who he was. Ple pleasure to meet you. You're here to the dinner party to meet as well. You, Alfonso. Selwyn. Hello, Selwyn. I'm an orc, by the way. Do orcs have names? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ple pleasure to meet you, Selwyn, and I offer a, my hand out. I look at it for a little bit too long, and I'm like, oh yes, no, I've seen this one. And then I <laughs> take your hand and sort of wiggle it. Very very good, very, very good. It's a very limp. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I guess my hand is like engulfed by yours, and I'm like, okay, fine, maybe this will have shake their hands. Um, well, I, f I fear we're a bit early. Yes, well, I was hoping I was somewhere I could uh, stash my tent. I thought it might be in the way a bit when we actually get in, so... Uh... There are alcoves where uh, lamps could go if there were going to be security guards. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, I'll, I'll just stick it there and okay. make a mental note. Selwyn and uh, Alfonso, you see a large suit of armor walk up. Hello. Oh, I, I know this one. <laughs> and abstinence comes from the opposite direction. Hey, guys. Hey, it's you guys again. Wait, Selwyn, do you know these two as well? Yeah, we uh, we went to a fancy dinner together. Oh, wow, I, I was on a cruise with these two. This is a small world. It's a small, tiny world, isn't it? <laughs> okay, well, it's good to, good to see you both. How, How are you both been, doing? Alfonso? Not bad, you know, keeping up with work, finally back from uh, forced annual leave, so sort of been back and enjoying my job. New refound vigor after my time off. Yeah, not too oh, bad. Good. How about how about yourselves? Was it a good dinner party you went to? Yes, Didn't it was great. We had yeah. a lovely time, didn't we? Yes, Selwyn, let's not set fire to anything this time. You well, know. of course, no need for it. If the need arises, but you know, we think on our feet. Another man approaches the door and joins your group. He is a raven-haired and strong-jawed young man. His eyes dart between you four, and he says, uh, Oh, uh, hello, uh, I'm Dylan. Have you all been invited to dinner as well? Yes, hello, I'm Selwyn. He looks up at you and nervously extends his hand. All right, yes, <laughs> I wiggle his hand. <laughs> Good evening, Dylan. Absence de Montfort, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Sorry, do you know exactly what this is supposed to be for? No, we just received an invitation. Yes, sir. You wanted me to come to a fancy dinner. I didn't really uh, think it needed any more investigation than that. Yeah, I, I assumed it would perhaps be business. Um, 
but uh, the sign of <laughs> you all makes me think maybe otherwise. I'm not quite sure why oh, you do. Well, no, I have still, you done? Still might be. I, uh, I do work. Have any of you done uh, business with Lord Jasper before? No, I've never heard of him before the invitation. So. Oh, have well, you heard of him? Yeah, he um, he's had business with my department back in the past. Mm. Um, we've provided uh, cadavers for his uh, consumption. Consumption, maybe maybe consumption, consumption. for his use. For his <laughs> use. <laughs> I see. So I was thinking that perhaps this was a business venture, and maybe he wanted to do the same thing again. However, speaking of cadavers, um, how is PM seventeen doing? He looks a little bit worse for wear. He's okay. I wouldn't um, I wouldn't worry about it too much. And I kind of give him like a referring like squelchy pat on the shoulder. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, is your friend all right? He looks a bit, uh, I don't know. Well, so and I suppose I should uh, disclose that I, I work for the government myself. And this is a, uh, as I sort of mentioned, this is a cadaver who is under my care. This uh, being in front of you is very much dead. But what use does anyone have for a dead person? I don't uh, I don't really understand. Oh, no offense, Victor. <laughs> should, we, should, we, should we go in? Can we go in yet? Is it time to go in? Can we go to the party? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's not a bad idea. Maybe we should... Uh, Try and knock on the door. I suppose it's been a while since I last tried it. Okay, you uh, knock on the door with a large brass knocker. Nothing happens yet. It's mm, a bit odd. Uh, Dylan kind of looks around suspiciously. He's trying to peer in through the window. Dylan, uh, do you know anything about this? He says, well, uh, Lord Jasper is uh, famously a recluse. He's not been outside of his house in in probably many decades. The last time anyone was in here was 10 years ago, they say. Wow. Well, you hear lots of rumors, but... Uh, what did the rumors say happened to that last person who was in here? Well, no one ever found them again. What? What's your deal, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who do you work for? Why? I, uh, well, I am something of a freelancer. Oh, so you're the same People as me. Do... Uh, are you too a freelancer? Not officially, but uh, I do essentially the same work, yeah. Oh, well, maybe we should work together sometime. <laughs> that would you be seem like you can take care of yourself? Yes, I think so. You hear from the door a crescendo of metal locks snapping back, and then the door creaks ajar. Is there anyone on the side of it, or does it just open slightly? It just open slightly. I go in. You stride in. I stride in. Where are you rest you following, I guess? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dylan's right behind. I'm right behind. Inside, the antechamber you are in seems very light and airy and smells of lavender. The windows that were tinted from the outside, from the inside you can see they let in the last dying sunlight of the day, and it illuminates long flower pots that are hanging from the ceiling. Any uh, fruit? There are small pots in the corners of the antechamber of what look like apple bushes of some kind. They're not exactly apples. I'll pick a few and pop them in my pocket then. Okay. So the locks were unlocking. Is there anyone in here to greet us? It's empty. Hello. Yeah. Your voice echoes around. Anybody here? I'd like to look at my invitation again just to make sure I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> like squinting at it. Recluse, why would he invite us then? It's very strange. You hear a voice coming from the end of the hallway saying, Close the door behind you, please. Oh, I close the door. As you close it, all the locks that you can now see on the inside lining the top and the side of a door all snap shut. And then from the end walks out a old and wiry figure hunched in a red robe with a silver beard that hangs halfway down his concave chest. He says, hello, my guests. Hello. I am Lord Jasper. A pleasure to meet you all. Good evening. Pleasure to meet you. Lord Jasper, I'm, I'm thrilled to meet you. I kind of like over and go to like shake his hand as well. He is a little slow, but he does take your hand and, and shakes it. Thank you so much for inviting me. And he looks up at your cadaver and says, Oh, this is uh, one of your undead products. It is indeed. It is indeed. This is uh, this is PM17. Hope you didn't mind me bringing him along. No, absolutely not. Oh, he doesn't look very well, does he? Have you been taking care of 
from him? As best as I can, yeah. But the uh, rough and tough jobs we give him day to day, you know, do take their toll on the cadaver. Oh, indeed. Uh, have any of you brought bags? He calls out to a back and you see two of his own undead cadaver servants walk out, dressed very smartly and looking very, very healthy. I'm very interested. Well, look at these. Yes, I bought from some 15 years ago now. Wow. It's the oils, you know. You must massage oils into them. The body really? doesn't produce it by itself when it is dead. Fascinating. Yeah. Oh, wow. Much more I could do with a cadaver that lasts for 15 years. I wouldn't need PM17. I'd still be on PM1. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, do you have any bags, any of you? If the invitation said it, then maybe. Yeah, I guess PM's I like got a small... Uh, like overnight bag with him or something. <laughs> yeah, I've got a small overnight bag as well. Okay, I've just got the sword. The servants take your bags. Just uh, follow them up to your rooms and uh, uh, make yourself comfortable and then we shall have dinner. Thank you, Lord Jasper. Fantastic. Wonderful dinner as well. This is great. I get a bed for the night <laughs> and also food. I didn't even do anything. It's just free stuff. Uh, <laughs> I just talking to myself. <laughs> Mumbling around, looking for more fruit. Dylan is looking suspiciously at Lord Jasper and he says, Lord Jasper, if, if I may, like, why are we here? Lord Jasper says, in good time, young man, in good time. He goes off to follow the uh, undead servants. Okay. Yeah, I, I follow and keep a close eye on that. I want to... Watch how this servant in front of me moves. Very smoothly, no uh, shuffling. He's okay. walking almost confidently for a dead man. They look very different to yours, Alfonso. Well, thank you very much. Bit, <laughs> well, no, personal. I don't mean anything by it. But... <laughs> I'm interested. 50, 15 years is a long time mm. for a cadaver to last. So uh... You'll have to start massaging some oils into PM17. <laughs> I'm starting Perhaps. to doubt how comfortable I am with your line of work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about this in relation to the rights of the deceased. I don't know if the deceased have any rights anymore. Yeah. I mean, again, no offense. Yes. Well, there's no cadaver in here, so, you know, just <laughs> keep your magic powers to yourself. Have no fear. Have no fear. Look at your uh, bedrooms are quite opulently furnished with rich carpets and even wallpaper, which is extremely rare. Fortuna, very expensive to make. And why would you paper your walls? But <laughs> Lord Jasper seems to have seen to every comfort. And your rooms have not only very comfortable beds, but fairly full and soft armchairs as well in them. You're all in separate rooms. I'm not particularly shocked about the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is very normal for me. I'm looking at every angle and corner of my room in wonder. <laughs> your rooms also have flowers in them. And you can hear... Mm. Everywhere in the house, soft music playing, but you can't quite tell where it's from. Lovely. Can I make an investigation check on the room? You absolutely can, yes. One. One. Uh, you look under the bed and see nothing but clean carpet, and then you proceed to look in the plant pots, and then you manage to knock the plant pot over and spill soil everywhere. Okay, I uh, yeah, I just scoop up the mud and do a pretty bad job of it, and then just stick it back on the mantelpiece like nothing happened. Okay, <laughs> the lilies that were in that pot hang limply now in a kind of silent reproach. There we are, good as new. <laughs> I brought a couple of books with me to read and take them out of my suit. <laughs> yeah, squeeze them out through the visor and just leave them by the bed and then just sit on the bed. Any particular books? Yeah, just history books. I'm trying to catch up on what I missed. Are you liking what you're reading? <laughs> Not really, no. no. It's very depressing. I'm writing furious notes in all the margins. <laughs> also looking for my own name and never finding it. <laughs> Ouch, that stings. <laughs> are lilies the only flowers we've seen or has this just happened to have been one of the flowers the flowers in the bedrooms are lilies downstairs it's something tall and purple seems to be lots of flowers in this house the music in your room 
Selwyn has stopped playing. Guess I don't really think too much about that. Mm. So is there individual <laughs> music in each of our rooms, or is it like throughout the entire building? You can it's, hear music. You can hear it throughout the entire building, but with the door closed in Selwyn's room, you now cannot. Do you do anything in your room? Just probably sit in the chair and hype myself up to impress. Hype <laughs> 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 yourself, Lord Jasper. <laughs> Come on, come on, you could do this. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remember like some really obscure, like undead facts might impress it or something. <laughs> uh, you see Dylan peering into each of your rooms to see if it's like his room. He still seems very nervous to be here. Dylan, are you okay there? Yes, yes, uh, um, doing okay. You? Yeah, fine, thanks. Uh, you seem a bit nervous. He sidles up to you and says, does anyone else know that you're here? Like who? I don't know, f family, friends? Uh, no, it's just me. I don't have... Friends? I don't have family or friends either. Well, you've got us now. But if we should go missing, <laughs> who would search for well, us? Well, I have to say it's a little bit strange that you would come here after knowing that the people that were last here were never seen again, and I certainly wish that I knew that fact, but I'm sure we'll all be fine. We'll stick well, together. like I said, rumours. <laughs> rumours, of course. <laughs> okay. You hear a bell tinkling from outside of a corridor. If you look out, you can see near the ceiling wires that run along the ceiling with bells at different intervals. I leave the room and go downstairs. Yeah, promptly go and join as well. PM in tow. Are any of you uh, like dressed up or anything since a dinner party? Yeah. No. No. I'm fancy. Yeah, I'm wearing a cravat. Oh, nice. <laughs> ah. Very nice. So, Victor, I guess it's not much you could do with the armor. I suppose you could have a bow tie on or something around the... Well, that's a nice idea. Be, uh... You know, on the last mission we went on, we had I had a, a lovely cape, which... Really? Since Abstinence is here, I might talk to her about getting another one of those capes because uh. it was really nice. <laughs> really suited you. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet of you, yes. You know what would be uh, useful for getting a cape? Money. You might want to uh, rethink your. Uh, you know, you might have a point attitude there. Attitude towards currency. You might have a point. <laughs> Abstinence. We'll, we'll see. We'll have a conversation about this yeah. if we make it out alive. Well, if you make it out alive. Make it out of what alive? What, having some dinner? Yeah, Dylan came into my room earlier. A bit weird. He seemed a bit scared that we weren't going to make it out alive. But why wouldn't we make it out alive? Um, Lord Justice. We all stop saying making official. it out alive. I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sir Victor. No uh, insult meant. It's fine. I know. I'm just feeling a little touchy about it. Well, with all, all these, right, because you're dead. I'm dead and all, right. all these dead people around. It's very weird. It's easy to see that this big fella over here is dead because he, he looks all dead, but you're just a suit of armor. Yes, that's true. In many ways, it'd be better to look like this guy. Uh, what's his name? PM17. I, you know, I sort of look at PM17. I don't think it would be better. <laughs> Seems like a handsome fella. Thank you. <laughs> no, he's great. Don't get me wrong. He's very impressive. I'm very impressed. It looks like he's doing very well for himself for a dead person. Yeah, he's, he's not doing too bad, and I guess his glazed eyes just <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I look that good when I'm dead. <laughs> Are you bringing him down to dinner, PM17? Very much so, yes. Yeah. I want to kind of keep him with me, show him off maybe. Okay. As, as you needs be. follow the line of bells on the ceiling, all still tinkling. The tinkling ones lead straight to the dining room. The rest of the house also has bells, but they are not ringing. In the dining room, you can see Lord Jasper is already sat at the head of a fairly small table. To his left is Dylan. And the table is laid with some kind of large duck dish. It says, uh, abstinence, de Montfort, isn't it? Please, please come sit by me. Good evening, yes, thank you. And I take a seat next to him. It says, oh, so nice to have female company in the house once again. Yes, Lord Jasper, I hear you don't leave the house much these days. No, no, not very much. I am uh, very old now. It's quite a, a work of effort to uh, make it outside. It's very busy out there. 
lots of uh, dangers, you you know. Oh, yes. For an orc, we'd probably be dead by your age, I expect, because we don't really uh, stay indoors. We just keep going out and doing all the things that we usually do, and it becomes a point where uh, we're sort of naturally killed off, if you see what I mean, you know, by the elements or or by animals, so uh, it's very strange to see how different cultures uh, handle that process, I suppose. Indeed. Uh, please sit, Selwyn, and he indicates uh, the chair next to abstinence. Sit down. Is there any fruit on the table? Uh, there are oranges. Great, I'll put some oranges in my pockets. How many oranges? I'll just put three in. Okay, uh, Lord Jasper sees you doing this, but thinks nothing of it. <laughs> I don't think anything of it. Are our seats like... Named to say uh, they are, to... and you're sitting next to Dylan, Sir Victor's end of a table opposite Lord Jasper. So it's just the uh, just the five of us. Yes, um, just the five of you. I invite uh, people here periodically. Interesting people that I've heard have either arrived in Fortuna or have, have made their way here, and uh, invite them to tell me of the outside world. Oh. I'll be honest, I was wondering why uh, I was invited here, but uh, yeah, I'll read no more into it. That makes complete sense to me. <laughs> How did you hear about us, Lord Jasper? Oh, I have uh, friends elsewhere. The, the other magistrates, they hear things and they write me letters. You are making a name for yourself, it seems. Oh, yes. We've been bringing quite a few people together. I heard of some kind of altercation at uh, the Elf Ambassador's house. No, uh, you didn't. Mr. No, was... Oh, really? You might have meant uh, the fire, Victor. Remember that when we went to. Uh... Oh, and uh, we weren't there. We, uh... No, we were somewhere else that night. I sort of lean over to <laughs> abstinence. <laughs> Is this a dead person thing? Do you think a little bit uh, forgetful? I tap. Do you think Victor remembers the uh, last uh, mission we went on? Uh, Jasper gives out a croaky laugh. He says, "Ah, no matter, my friends. <laughs> I, I have heard about what happened, and uh, it is possible to put the pieces together, as it were." <laughs> Please do start eating. And he himself starts tucking into a nice slice of duck. I don't want to be rude to our host. So I take out um, a small vial of blood from my pocket and just sort of like put it on top of the duck. I'm trying to do it a little bit discreetly. Sure. Could you uh, roll a deception check at advantage, please? 20. Yeah, you managed to just uh, at the lip of your sleeve <laughs> trickle some blood onto this duck. Lord Jasper is uh, just kind of poking at a, a slice at the moment. He's not really like going to town on it at all. Dylan is kind of eyeing him suspiciously while he's raising a fork <laughs> to his mouth. And Jasper says, uh, Sir Victor, isn't it? Uh, yes, that's your you service, are yes. from Old Fortuna. What do you make of our modern city? It's taking me a long time to adjust still. Yes, I've mostly been spending my time in the public library uh, trying to catch up on everything I've missed. Some 400 years? of history. It's a lot of years, yes. <laughs> yes, that's that's how many yes. years it is. I don't suppose you uh, you have a joust, Lord Jasper. <laughs> a jousting? No. That is something that they do in the feudal countries, I believe. No jousting in Fortuna for a long time. It would be the sort of small touch that would make me feel a little bit more at home, you know, <laughs> if I could just just get a little, little fix of jousting. It was my favourite hobby back when I was alive. A very noble hobby. A well, test yes. of bravery more yeah, I than I might anything. almost wonder why it doesn't seem to be popular anymore. Well, much was lost uh, after the I'll fall say, of... I'll say, much was lost, yes. Tuna, yes. <laughs> and now we have substituted commerce 
four lords. Uh, I don't have a facial expression, but if I did, it would be extremely yes. fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it is fixed because it's <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very fixed smile. And uh, Mr. Boyo, uh, do you regret what was lost in the fall of old Fortuna? I guess I make a glance towards Victor, then look back to Lord Jasper and go, no, not at all. I think the uh, modern way of working obviously is uh, very beneficial to everyone. I don't think anyone is left behind in the current system. No? Yeah. No, not at all, I think. And yet you uh, have seen the difference in wealth between our district and, and the others. Well, I'm kind of like awkwardly kind of shuffling my seat like, well, the system works pretty well for... Uh, for some. For some, exactly. And I, I suppose I am very lucky to be one of the some to a de degree where I can find employment in this wonderful city. I suppose I haven't known any other way of any other way of life. Well, I can say coming from outside of the city, I like it very much. I don't know what the old Fortuna was like, but uh, it seems nice to me. Yes, you are, in fact, the only orc here. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, there might be a few others hmm. uh, knocking around somewhere. I don't know. There was one other a long time ago, a half-orc. Well, like me, a half-orc, yes. Oh, indeed. You are not half-human, though. No, no, I'm, uh, my father was a cave-orc, and my mother was a mountain-orc. It's sort of a burden in a way, <laughs> you know. I, I do feel sometimes that I don't really have a place to call my own. Well, Fortuna welcomes you, I suppose. Well, yes, everyone's been lovely to me, actually. Dylan is sitting there getting uh, increasingly fidgety. And uh, Lord Jasper, what happened to that other orc? Well, he was, uh, I, I'm not sure, not seen again, I, I, I think. <laughs> they live nomadic lives, yes, of course. Yes, exactly. It's... You know, he can get about. He probably just uh, went somewhere else. Dylan pipes up again and says, uh, was he not here in your house, Lord Jasper? Jasper looks at him, eyes narrowing. Dylan pushes aside his plate and says, and why are the, the windows tinted? There are rumours, Lord Jasper. What are you up to in here? Why do you never leave during the day? I'm just smiling and nodding. Like, this, is, this is still just a normal conversation for me. Dylan's being pretty rude. Yeah, I squirm in my seat and continue to eat my duck quietly. Eyes wide open. Our host is, is is no lord at all. I put it to you, he is a vampire. He pulls out a bottle and says, we shall test it. This bottle has been blessed by Father Cranley himself. And he takes the bottle, unstoppers the cork and throws it oh over Lord Jasper, who now sits there a little sodden. <laughs> Water trickles down over his beard. <laughs> he looks very unimpressed. I just look from one to the other with like the fork like up to my mouth. I was like, what are you doing? And then I pick A up droplet my of and... the water does land on your hand, abstinence, and begins to fizz. Ah! What the hell was that stuff? No, I, I, I don't understand. Lord Jasper was a vamp, but you! He draws his sword. Oh God. Roll for initiative. 10. 11. 19. 3. So, yeah, Selwyn, you're next to Abstinence, who had fizzed a little and screamed, and Dylan is opposite you. He's drawn his sword and has stood up from his chair. There is a table between me and Dylan. Absolutely there is. I jump up on the table. Sick. Um, <laughs> you want to do that in, like, one movement? Yeah. Off your chair and onto the table, please roll an athletics check at advantage. 18. Nice. Uh, you jump almost from sitting, you knock your chair back and leap both feet onto the table, astride your plate now. I pull my axe out and I kick Dylan in the chest. Please uh, roll to attack him. 14. Okay, yeah, you punt him in the chest and please roll d4 for damage. 
One. He staggers backwards, clutching himself. He seems uh, more shocked than injured right now. Uh, he seems to have expected a little backup here. Everyone <laughs> 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 just turns on him. <laughs> now it's Sir Victor's turn. I like to try to restrain Dylan. You approach him from behind and please roll a strength check to grasp him. Five. No, I mean, you don't find purchase on him, unfortunately, <laughs> but you are right there behind him. Uh, Dylan himself, having slipped out from under Victor's arms, also leaps onto the table. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of lands a little awkwardly and steps on his plate of food, but he, with his sword, now uh, takes a long stab at uh, Selwyn's midsection. It's not a massive sword, but it still manages to catch you in the side. It's slowed a little by your rags, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it probably isn't. <laughs> it hits an orange and bounces out. <laughs> it does uh, cut you in your side and deals three points of damage. And you feel the cold metal nick you by your abdomen. Abstinence. I'm, st I'm a bit confused, um, sort of still clutching my hand, and I sort of stand behind Selwyn. Stand behind him? Yeah. Okay. And Alfonso? First of all, I'm like protecting my plate of food. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I want to pick up a dinner knife and plunge it into <laughs> Dylan's foot. Stab him. <laughs> nice. Stab onto his shoe. <laughs> okay, uh, please roll to hit. 17. Yeah, I mean, his foot is right there. He doesn't seem to be paying much attention to you. You take a knife and you plunge it straight through the soft leather of his shoe. Please roll d4 for damage. Four. You feel the wood of a table stop <laughs> the knife. And Dylan screeches in pain and looks down at you. He tries to pull his uh, foot out, but instead of pulling the knife up, it's actually quite stuck in the table and he rips it through <laughs> oh my God. in front of his foot. I immediately start apologizing. Oh my God, Dylan, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you did this. I'm so sorry, Dylan. I can fix this. Blood is now going everywhere on the table. <laughs> Selwyn, if you want to do anything, uh, Lord Jasper seems to have gotten up of his chair and is now trying to put it in front of him as uh, some kind of makeshift shield. Okay, so I'm standing there with my ax like raised above my head, but after seeing you <laughs> like stab him in the foot and him like screaming, I'm now just kind of standing there like a little bit awkward <laughs> watching this happen. And now I'd like to sort of reach out and just take Dylan's sword. Okay, please make a strength check. Five. Uh, you do manage to wrest the sword from his fingers, and now you have it, and he is weaponless. I just throw it behind me. It clatters to the stone floor. And I just turn to the rest of you and sort of shrug. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victor, is there anything you would like to do now? Um, I just want to try and restrain him again. Can grab him by the legs? Yeah, pull him out from under him. From behind, he's posing no resistance at all, but please make an attack roll. 19. It's elementary to grab his legs <laughs> and whip them out from behind him, and he falls and face plants directly into the duck. <laughs> <laughs> Please roll a d4. He's landing on his face. Four. The <laughs> duck deals guy. four points. <laughs> and he is gurgling in duck juice. And it says, why, why are you all doing this? She's a vampire. So I look at the blood on the table. I'm like, mm, delicious. And then I lick my lips and uh, sort of look around quite happy with like how it's all sort of gone a bit crazy. <laughs> Very sinister. <laughs> yeah. 
The folk stories of the feudal kingdoms tell of many strange creatures, some of whom walk among us undetected. The vampire is one such creature, said to stalk the streets at night, hunting for its meal of flesh and blood. Even the enlightened citizens of Fortuna may be prone to superstition when excited, and may seek to identify the vampires in their midst. But the Fortuna Municipal Councils would like to assure you that those falling under scrutiny are probably just the normal, harmless maniacs that prowl the street at night. Sleep soundly, citizens. You've been listening to When Summoned Before the Magistrate, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight, Tom Dalling and Maximilian John, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Charlie May as Abstinence de Montfort, Harry May as Alfonso Boyo, David Knight as Selwyn Bloodstorm, and Elizabeth Smith as Sir Victor Bartolomei. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at VisitFortuna. If you are enjoying the show, you can listen to the whole 26-episode series right now, available on our Patreon to $5 subscribers. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production. 